Hello everyone, my name is Rick van Bruggen from Neo Technology and uh, here I am again recording another session of our uh, Neo4j Graph Database podcast. It's another remote session, I'm here in cloudy Antwerp and uh, I'm joined here today by Ralph Becker from TIQ Solutions in Germany. Hi Ralph. Hi Rick. Hey. <laughs> it's great to have you on the podcast. Um, we've been on the road a couple of, a couple of times uh, doing meetups uh, and uh, you know today is another good occasion to talk about a great topic but maybe first you can introduce yourself uh, Ralph you know what's your background? Yes, uh, okay, I'm, I'm Ralph Becher. I'm working as a managing director for TIQ Solutions and we provide professional service in the field of data management, big data and business intelligence. And basically I, I work also as a principal consultant and system architects. And yeah, so that's basically it. As I understand it, you guys have been doing a lot of work around uh, business intelligence work, you know, with, with products like uh, Tableau and ClickView and those types of things, right? Yeah, right. That's that's our main business at the moment, uh, bringing business intelligence solutions to our clients. Yeah. And then you've been integrating that with Neo. Is that what, I'm, uh, what I've seen? Yeah, right. So uh, a few years ago, we've de developed a JDBC connector for ClickView, and then uh, we, we looked around uh, about uh, interesting big data, NoSQL data sources, and then I came across Neo4j, and okay. I was very impressed about the Cypher query language we can then leverage to to pull in interesting data in our BI systems. So for those of you that are listening, uh, Ralph has some really great um, presentations and demonstrations around how you can integrate uh, Neo4j with these BI tools like ClickView and Tableau and stuff like that. But uh, Ralph, maybe I can ask you a question. You know, uh, what's what's attracted you to graph databases and to Neo4j specifically? You know, what do you like about them most? Yeah, I would say. Um it's it's a more natural uh, and flexible approach for for data modeling if you're using a graph because you can uh, represent uh, the, the aspects of the reality in, in a better way so it's if you consider organizations or business processes and business rules as a graph uh, then yeah it's it's much more hands-on to to use it with a graph database and and to use it as a model okay so that's more like representing reality like it is yeah right you can you can uh, leverage more complex aspects than with with tables or uh, in a in a relational world so if you consider smart devices all those machine to machine communication or iot business so it's it's kind of a more smarter integration you would would be needed in, in the future so why not use a smarter data management yeah. Is that something that you've, uh, you know, lived as a as a problem in the BI world as well? Is that something that people struggle with? You think? Yeah, yeah, not only in the BI world and the whole classical database world. So if you if you start modeling problems with the ER model or so, then uh, you come to a complexity where where it's it's hard to to build uh, or to to represent the real problem with, with data and 
then uh, at the end you yeah you end up with a very in, in performance solution or a lot of joints and so on yeah. so it's a, it becomes messy right i mean i've heard that right. from a lot of people in on this pop- podcast as well you know the, the model is really uh, so powerful and so interesting for for representing complex domains i think right Right. That's and you can easily extend it to new new aspects, new facts. So uh, you, you you don't need to to update your your tables or your your model and and relations. So you just add some more nodes or more relations. Like uh, it's like more more like a evolutional approach also. I've seen you, you know, do, do your presentations and your demonstrations, and you talk a lot, a lot about you know some use cases, right? You know, what are some of the use cases that you've been working on? Yeah, the moment for for all those meetups, we we have prepared a, a fraud detection use case where we uh, want to try to detect fraudulent behavior in uh, retail purchases and uh, online stores, and yeah, it's you, you can show. Uh, how how easy uh, you can discover um, like synthetical identities or uh, uh, fraud rings in uh, or, or suspects in, in this kind of a business and so a graph database like Neo4j helps a lot. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, so um, maybe one more question, Ralph, if you don't mind. Um, you know, w- w- where do you see this going? You know, where do you see the the worlds of graph databases and maybe BI tools converging in the future? Do you have any perspectives on that? Yeah, I mean, as I see graphs as an additional layer on top of BI, so it gives you the the capability to to model more complex scenarios and uh, get more insights from your data and that's finally make uh, it's made for for better decisions at the end okay. so yeah so so it's like an extension of the current bi infrastructure you say right i i see i see still both worlds uh, evolving in the future but uh, Probably they they will overlap a little bit more and come together and uh, and yeah you have strengths and weaknesses in both both worlds but uh, let's just use this, the strengths of, of all That's together uh, on the one hood. That's a great perspective. Thank you so much, uh, Ralph, for sharing yeah, that thank with you. us. And um, I think we're going to wrap up here. We want to keep these podcasts short and sweet. So um, thank you for joining us today. And um, yeah, for everyone who wants to know more about um, uh, this topic, you know, I'll, I'll put the uh, links on the, on my blog post. Uh, TIQ Solutions in uh, in Germany. You can find uh, find it through Google. And uh, thank you so much, Ralph, for joining yeah. us. Thank you, Rick. Have a nice day. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye.